This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. I've always felt that there's far too much hysteria these days about so-called cheating. If you can take advantage of a situation in some way, it's your duty as an American to do it. Why should the race always be to the swift, or the jumble to the quick-witted? Should they be allowed to win merely because of the gifts God gave them? Well, I say cheating is the gift man gives himself. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. really glad that you brought that up mm-hmm. that particular that particular <laughs> quote um because i think it's very in- indicative of everything that mr burns represents on the show true um this show this particular episode mountain of madness is very very well written mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways but we'll get to that but first things first it's two bad neighbors but i was greg <laughs> My name's Alan. <laughs> and this is our encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. That's right. It's back, baby. It's b- <laughs> it was gone for a while, but now, now it's, it's back. back. <laughs> it was gone, now I'm back. What's that? What is that? What's <laughs> I that? don't know. It's, uh-huh. it's definitely a thing. Yeah, that is definitely a thing. I was like, I was gone, now I'm back. And, ah, damn it. <laughs> Uh, it's Elvis. We'll never I'm know. just saying we'll it's Elvis. Know. It's and we're it's gonna move definitely on. Elvis. Yeah, it's definitely Elvis, and we're moving on. Um, to uh, how have you been? Yeah, good, great. Yeah, how have you been? Um, I we started a Master Chef pool. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> and uh, season ten that's already aired. Yeah. So listeners, so please no don't spoilies. Please don't spoil it for us. But by the time this comes out, we'll probably have watched it all. Uh, <laughs> But the point is, uh, this is something that I can follow up with mm-hmm. the next time on the next episode, maybe. Maybe um, with who won. Um, uh-huh. It's the it's it's the people who live in my house. So it's myself, Mike, Camille, and Allie, and Alan. Past and future guests. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> and Alan is our uh, long suffering commissioner. Um, long suffering. And he put together uh, he put together an Excel spreadsheet, a real one. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Not not one of those uh, Greg Excel spreadsheets. Which is just two columns in a Word document <laughs> that say yay and nay. No. This is a real spreadsheet complete with formulas, mm-hmm. which I immediately, when I opened it, I immediately fucked it up. <laughs> you do well i started typing in things uh-huh. and i was like oh this is bad uh, this isn't how <laughs> just, this isn't how big error work. signs everywhere yeah, and bunch like, of, oh no what have i done i immediately got the hashtag sign the number sign <laughs> yeah, of just course. coming up being like oh you fucked up uh yeah right across the <laughs> the whole column and uh, i was like oh i totally did and then i went back and just typed in the the formula again because i know how to do sums uh-huh. i can do some that's the easiest one yeah, yeah that's the absolutely it's the easiest <laughs> one and it's why i can do it's it excel 101 that's right excel <laughs> Excel, it's I wouldn't say it's even Excel 101. I'd say it's Excel one. It's the first thing that that comes up on there, and then I think I think Excel 101 deals with the multipliers sure. and subtractions and, uh-huh. other, and formulas. other formulae. Um, let's use the the proper yes. term. Apologies. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, that's the that's the kind of thing that that we're into right now, which is uh, I, I, currently I think Allie's in the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, but it's anyone's game. Really, she's had, the reason she's in the lead is because she's had two players eliminated. That's right. And the way the the pool works, every time a player is eliminated, they get points based on their placement. So she's gotten a bunch of points, but they're low points. The longer your characters stay in the more points you're going to get in the end. So. And we give people points for best, dish. for best dishes as well. On elimination challenges. Yes. That's right. Which is a fun little twist. Yeah. Yeah. We were watching it and we were like, oh, we should add that. Yeah. So we ran it by the commish and he said yes. I, I gave a thumbs up. That's right. <laughs> I added it to the uh, spreadsheet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's why I was like, when we were doing it, it's why I was like, let's wait <laughs> for Alan to come over. Because he'll do this. <laughs> he'll act like he doesn't want to for the first 10 minutes, but then he'll go all in. <laughs> if it was a poker game, he would take a big stack of chips and say, here we go. I'm betting on a 2-7 offsuit. <laughs> I feel like our guest really liked that one. <laughs> He's laughing silently. Yeah. As he is supposed to. Uh so- <laughs> We're gonna. We're, we got business. We got some business yeah. to take care. Of. We got some mailbag. Yeah. Uh, we got some. We actually have two different emails from two different people, both with corrections and omissions. Oh, finally. Which we haven't had in a while. No. So, hit the theme. Corrections and omissions. Dabba dabba dabba. Corrections. It's also omissions, and both those things are coming at you. TBN. <laughs> it's been Love a long that time. theme song. It's been a long time. <laughs> We that to, everyone recognizes. Yeah, since we had the queue. Um, so for Mason, uh, a small thing that he noticed. We were talking about the wedding paradox of Homer and Marge's wedding and mentioned the file photo of Homer just devouring the cake. Uh, talked about how there's a pregnant Marge in the back and Homer was dressed in a suit. And those are wrong! That was me. That was my false memory. Okay. I thought I remembered it being a wedding, but it's a birthday party of some kind because Homer's wearing a little hat. <laughs> and show you the... He sent the picture as well. Oh, that's very nice. So we can put that up also. That's, that's very nice. Um... But yeah, so it's clearly a birthday party. <laughs> totally, it's a birthday party. It's great. <laughs> um, so yeah, just a, a, a small little uh, correction there. Uh, I think there is something else, like a different... Uh, uh, our guest is not... You can pipe in. Yeah, like, pipe we in, don't, We don't actually mind. Yeah. No, I haven't been introduced yet. I was wondering uh, what my cue is. Yeah, we but, don't introduce uh, people. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Well, I'm here. I'm an encyclopedic compendium of Simpsons uh, seasons one through ten, and uh, I'm here to talk about this too. And but, if you uh, don't yeah. believe it... If you don't believe that he is, check out our Patreon <laughs> and listen to, if you can, yeah. the Jeopardy the that Jeopardy. he's on. It is, um, it's basically just, it's, a Al, it's Alan asking Adam questions <laughs> and Camille and I pipe sit, in every so often, sit next to him and yeah. get answers wrong when we <laughs> get the buzzer. I, uh, I You're good on the buzzer. I, I gotta tell you. Yeah, that was the uh, that was you. the thing. Because like I was noticing on most of the questions, Greg was buzzing in as well. Yeah, I sure but was. He was just slower. Yeah. So I, and like yeah. like I said at the beginning, half of Jeopardy is knowing your answers. The other half is being good on that buzzer. Yeah. 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 It's um. I was like, just playing playing around of it. Um, made me because they they just relaunched a, a new collection of Jeopardy. Uh, seasons mm-hmm. on on Netflix, mm-hmm. so I dive right into that. And you know, just playing, uh, even just a, a silly little round makes me like, oh yeah, yeah, that buzzer, it's a sport. Yeah, there's oh, a yeah. there's yeah. there's serious there's technique to it. To it. And, uh, well, and Adam, a... your technique is <laughs> on point. <laughs> they're doing a uh, term- tournament of champions right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, I saw on the YouTube on the uh, the real 
the real airing that yeah. I PVR because that's my life. Well, I can't blame you. <laughs> Jeopardy is engrossing television. It is. There's a reason it's been around for 35 years. Yeah. But uh, for those that watch Jeopardy and know, uh, James Holzhauer, uh, the high, one of the highest winning people in the shortest amount of time, um, he hasn't beat Ken Jennings' record, but he was very close and in way less time. Way less. He was on for what, I think like 23? 22 20, episodes, 32? I think. Yeah. 32. Oh. Yeah, so like about Switch half. <laughs> ah, yeah. You got the Wait, digits. Just yeah. gotta... Two? Two? Three? What? Three, two... Oh my! Oh shit! It's following me. I have to move. <laughs> oh, Greg's it's, it's it's next door. You load at number twenty-one. I don't think he's coming back. It's terrible Foley. <laughs> I'll throw it in later. <laughs> Put in, like add in the sound effects. Yep. Do your take your timestamp. Um, anyway, James Holzhauer uh, had his uh, quarterfinal game, and of course, it was a slaughter. And so I'm just like, man, how crummy would it be to be getting to get to go on the tournament of champions and have your first quarterfinal game be against fucking James Holzhauer? It's a bummer. <laughs> you're just like, God, really? Like, because the way they do it, I don't know if you know, but like the winner of each quarterfinal goes on. But yeah. then they also have four, I think, four wild card slots. Yeah. Where the highest winning, aside from winners, will go on. It's a nice little, which is good because nice then bit. it's like, all right, even if you don't win your game, you could still do it. But, but with it's James, not. It's never going to be the guy in James Holtowers because he's always on the buzzer. Because he takes all the money. <laughs> so yeah. everyone playing that game didn't get to make that much money. I think the I think the second place person did pretty well. So like, it's possible that she'll she'll be in it. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Adam is the James Holzhauer of Simpsons Jeopardy. <laughs> Thus far, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should do it again. Yeah, I'd um, like to do it again. I'd like to write my own questions. <laughs> fair enough. Maybe use a uh, maybe like use use a uh, a mix or look at well, the Well, they, they've got their, they've got them in categories. That's, right. That's the only reason right. why it would be tough to do that. Because I, right. I know what you mean. Like if I looked at a bunch of the games and found the harder ones in those, it might be better, but then I can't make make them categories. Just the good ones, you know. I just think I can make my own. Fair enough. <laughs> I I sometimes have very, very little to do at work, as you know. Well, get on that, then. <laughs> the I reason like I made that MasterChef spreadsheet is because work was slow. Ah, yeah. And it's a good spreadsheet. <laughs> and my employers don't listen to this, so. Uh, <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> um, the other mailbag is from Ooh. John. Oh, wait. You were going to say, yeah, you were gonna say the, something about the, the, the file photo. Yes. The thing I was going to say it was... Uh, it wasn't a file photo, but I think it was from, uh, I forget w- exactly which trios of horror, but uh, Marge defending Homer against the jury of the damned. Mm-hmm. And I think she kept right. a wedding photo, photo of Homer in his tux in the ER after eating the entire wedding cake by himself. Yes. Okay. And there's a very concerned looking pregnant Marge <laughs> in a wedding dress right beside him. And that's probably that's the photo. That's probably what I was thinking. Of. I was probably mish- mishmashing those two cake uh, related too. things in my, in my head. They're both very funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so I guess one could argue uh treehouse is not Canon. So that's why the paradox maybe isn't a paradox. Maybe that in that universe, they had a nice wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and in the real or, Simpsons timeline, they had the chapel wedding. Yeah. So. They, they could have also just had the same crappy wedding at shotgun Pete's not shown in that flashback is Homer devouring that entire whale-shaped cake and then going to the ER afterwards. (laughs) After saying, does that truck carry jeans? (laughs) Truck's got jeans in it. Levi's. Uh, That's great. Um, Other message from John. Uh, So one correction, one omission. So the omission 
in Hurricane Nettie, the when the letters, uh, the hurricane, when it goes, the hurricane, when they blow away, uh, he believes it was a reference to Disney's Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, where the words of the page blow away. But oh, I like that. I I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that was intentional, but I do. Yeah, it's it's a nice. Uh, I like that notion. Yeah, that's a nice. Yeah, that's a nice thought. Uh, and then the correction, Alan's pronunciation of the fake Spanish word jomer so spelled jomer with a j should be the same as english as homer since in spanish's writing system the letter j corresponds to english as h well that's true so, yeah jalapeno yeah you know that and that's kind of the only one yeah <laughs> and that's fair <laughs> i was just trying to add a little fl- a little flair to it so it wasn't you know el viaje misterioso nuestro homer <laughs> Well, well, that, well, that's kind of funny. That was that is kind of funny. Yeah, you, you can you can Homer. try to have fun with it. Homer. That's that's the one. Yeah. El viaje misterioso de nuestro Homer. 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 Yeah. See, <laughs> that's that's a fun way to do it. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. <laughs> that's um, a good episode for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a good setup. There was also just Very a note a note from uh, from John that he's marching through the zombie years still. And currently nearing the end of season 13, which is the last season he owns on DVD, and related to our talk of physical media in, in that same episode, The Mysterious Voyage of Homer, um, he would ask for the DVDs for Christmas, but stopped getting them once he stopped finding the episodes good for a few seasons in a row. And the way he sorted his video games as a kid was autobiographical. <laughs> Even though he didn't know it was called that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. That's right. Uh, and then he also wants to note that he likes the episode Lisa Gets an A because it is it is a comedic episode with drama aside from Lisa's guilt over cheating, uh, which resolves comedically. And he'd be interested in a full defense of that episode if nobody else wants to do so come 2021. Uh, that's the... season. Is that season 12 or... Is that, when, is that with the comptroller? Yeah. Yeah, it is. yeah I'm, I'm actually kind of into that episode. Um, I, I like Nelson's little cheating office. In the in the men's room, mm-hmm. in the boys' room. Oh, like, it's season ten. Let me buzz you in. Ten, so we're going to get to season ten. Mm. Oh, I must not like it then, <laughs> because I don't. Uh, that might be the best episode of season ten, possibly. Uh, this one with the uh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh, yeah, Dingo. Yeah, whatever. Right. It's a, it's a Crash Bandicoot. Thing. Yeah. yeah, Dash Dingo. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Silly show. What a silly show we're talking about today. Thanks yeah. to everyone for writing in. Continue to do so, and we will continue to read them on air. Uh, as long as they don't have anything, you know, hate-filled. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be great. <laughs> Ugly and hate-filled. I don't think we've gotten one of those in a long, 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 long time. Mm. Well, I just delete them. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we've gotten Well, I, if you do, ones. I appreciate it because I'm sensitive. The most hate-filled ones we get are from Dr. E. Fabio. Right, so. of course, of course. <laughs> and those are always given with love. And, you know, we get those daily. So. And I receive them with love. <laughs> Love and some sometimes it's just rage. it's just a string of profanity in an email, and I'm yeah. like, you could have just said it to my face. And he's yeah. like, mm, I didn't want to. I send him a heart back. <laughs> he loves it. He does. <laughs> uh, but today we are talking about Mountain of Madness. That's correct. This is the twelfth episode of season eight, written by John Schwartzwalder. Yeah, he's Direct- back. <laughs> directed and by Mark- just as a crazy conservative as ever. <laughs> directed by Mark Kirkland, and original air date February second, nineteen ninety seven. This episode is great. This season is filled with ups and downs, mm-hmm. and this is a huge up. Yeah. Um, I wasn't super into the Mysterious Voyage 
I wasn't super into um, the Springfield Files. Mm-hmm. Like I think I went on record saying that I actively didn't like that episode this mm-hmm. time around. Um, and we haven't recorded Twisted World of Marsh Simpson yet. <laughs> but I will go on record saying that I like that one. Yeah, I remember liking that one. So um, we'll see. But I always I mean, find... you already know, listeners, because you've already listened to that episode. Yeah. But Time I'll, is weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, by the way, thank you for coming on uh, <laughs> and uh, doing this out of order. Um, yeah, we uh, the 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 Mountain of Madness episode. I remember seeing this every single time I would pop up the episode list for season eight and being like, "Oh, I'll watch that one." Mm-hmm. This is one that I would watch. Um, the, like the ones that I can remember off the top of my head being some of my favorite ones in season eight is, of course, Millhouse Divided, Only Move Twice, um, Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie, and this one. Hmm. These are like my favorite episodes of season eight. And then Simpson Califragilistic Expialidocious is also probably my, th- that's my current top five okay. of the season. But we haven't gotten yeah, to that one we'll yet. We'll see if that changes. We will see. <laughs> Absolutely, we will. Um, I think this is an episode that I generally remember liking. Like, first of all, I loved it this time. Like, I, yeah, you know, I wasn't. I'm I'm with you in that it's a, a high point, a higher point for the season than a lot of the ones we've done. Um, but I remember in my mind, and I think still to this day, I don't care for the Homer and Burns trapped uh, plot line as much as the rest of the episode, and specifically the avalanche stuff. I don't find that stuff that funny, and especially the like kind of long rake uh, joke with. It's a rake joke that doesn't have the same, uh, pardon the pun, impact uh, as the rake joke. Uh, rakes hurt. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Have you ever stepped on a rake? I have. <laughs> Can I tell you how? Uh huh. Okay. Here's what happened. I was in. No, I just want to pause for a second. Yep. It's entirely possible we've already had this exact conversation in the Cape Fear episode. Yeah. But I don't know, and I don't care. Go on. That was years ago. <laughs> so we're going to do it again. And I might have been lying back then, <laughs> but I'm not now. So I was in the backyard. Uh-huh. Might have been this house. Might have been a different one. Okay. Um, and I was uh, I was walking around. I was like, oh, what a dump. Somebody ought to do something. Somebody did. And I did. And I was like, I'm going to rake up back here a little bit. Um, and it was one of those, one of those, you know, like garden rakes <laughs> not for leaves but like one of those ones that goes like like a 90 degree angle that sort of thing okay and i was like oh there's the rake i saw the rake <laughs> guys uh-huh. and it was facing teeth up sure right and i was like oh okay as rakes do <laughs> yeah and i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna get the rake yeah and i go and i'm like i'm just gonna step on it i'm gonna step on the teeth so that it'll, so it'll just come up, up and I can, and just can grab, grab it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't have to bend over. Uh, and I and I do that. And Cut it to wo- the hospital. Wobbles a bit. <laughs> yeah. Cut to, bam, I smack myself in the face, oh. uh, break my glasses, and, um, and then I decided to call it a day because I didn't want to I didn't, I didn't do anything else that day. Yeah, that's fair. So that's I did it once on right. purpose because mm. I saw the episode came here. <laughs> and I was like... Is that actually what would happen? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it comes very fast. It's a certain type of rake. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the one in yeah. like in the episode. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Your regular old leaf rakes aren't going to do that nah, to you. Nah, they're child's play. Yeah, I don't think they're sturdy enough. Definitely nah. not. Wouldn't, the, those uh, those flimsy metal teeth wouldn't be able to no. hold up the handle. I don't think. No, you need real strong teeth. 
Yeah, real strong American teeth. That's right. <laughs> Made in USA. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Well, thank you. You ever stepped on a rake, Adam? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> we know what we're doing after this. Yep. Got, <laughs> I got the same rake just outside. I'll leave it down it's your for initiation. you. your initiation. All right. guests must do it now. That's right. Now. <laughs> yep, starting now. <laughs> and ending when you leave. <laughs> so... Yeah, the the I agree with you. The under the table uh, avalanche stuff doesn't really work for me. However, for me, all of the stuff around that, everything, everything else with them trapped, I find very, very me funny. Too. Yes, and I think it's just because the uh, the avalanche avalanche stuff is so um, apparent throughout that my mind always just remembers that when I'm thinking about the episode. I remember some other stuff, obviously, but. For the most part, I'm like, oh, Mountain of Madness. Oh, that's one with all those avalanche jokes. I don't like that one. <laughs> and then I watch the episode. I'm like, oh, this episode's great. There's yeah. just that part that I don't like. It's yeah. the only part. Because um, I love all the stuff, uh, like uh, the new environment, right? Like we've it's talked great. about it when the Simpsons go somewhere. In this case, it's just to a mountain retreat, a uh, national park. Mount and it's useful. Great. Mount useful. Strategic granite reserve. <laughs> that's right. And I love all that stuff. I love the ranger. Um and all the like the the pairings as well. I love the pairings. Like Homer and Burns is a, is a fun pairing. Yeah. Uh, but then also Smithers and the kids. I don't think we've seen that before, and nope. it's great because <laughs> he's so he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> we talked about it on the uh, Homer the Smithers episode and how Smithers outside of Burns is a kind of garbage human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're codependent. Yeah, and you know he's still a garbage human when he's with Burns, but he's you know he's putting a a monster next to a slightly nicer next to a, monster. Next to a bootleg. <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't seem as bad. But it's And then Lenny and Carl as well. What it's a like great such subplot. A <laughs> We've seen, like, they've, they've always been kind of a pair, but I think this is the first time we really see them, like, clashing. And, like, we see that part of the relationship where it's not just, oh, it's Homer's two friends at work. It's like, oh, it's his two friends that kind of hate each other <laughs> yeah it's the first time they're given a conflict yeah because all the other times they're they're kind of chummy and they're yeah. fine with each other but <laughs> they get into a fist fight at the very first scene of this movie uh, this episode and we see the fallout of that mm-hmm. everything everything after that is is uh is directly because of the fact that they get a, into a fist fight <laughs> in the first scene of this episode <laughs> and all thanks to teamwork yeah, my teamwork. My teamwork. <laughs> They're great. They're great to cut back to mm-hmm. constantly. Uh, yeah, I I love this episode. I love almost every minute of it. Uh, and when they are trapped underneath, I I love how crazy they both get. It's so funny to me to see Homer, who we've already seen and we already know that it's very easy for him to go crazy. Mm-hmm. It's very he goes crazy very quickly. But Burns goes crazy faster. Yep. Which is... I think we should dress the snowman. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> Immediately, he agrees. Yep. And But that's like... But Burns is already insane because he's like 200 mm. feet of large and small <laughs> intestine. This is not so much a snowman. Bones. <laughs> but a god. It's that's the exact same snowman. Yeah, the exact ex- same. Yeah. He's crazy. He's a crazy person. He's gone, he's gone mad. Yeah, and then, of course, it's him who puts the paranoia into Homer mm-hmm. by being like, and then, bam, snowmen have pe- peepers. Peepers to watch. Oh, 
wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> That's a great moment. I love it. Yeah. Adam, what do you think about this episode? It's fantastic. <laughs> um, see, season eight, on the whole, as you mentioned, I kind of think of it like a, a slugger in baseball, just trying to lean into everything as hard as they possibly can. <laughs> I, like I feel that. like yeah. I feel like the the writing staff was really going for it in this season, and a lot of those concepts hit. There were some uh, perhaps giant spectacular me- misses, <laughs> but uh, it there's a lot of episodes, this one included, where stuff gets just a little bit weirder, and it works perfectly. I do agree that the third act drags a little where we've got uh, all the avalanches repeatedly going. I think the better rate gag even in this episode is the car sliding <laughs> yeah. around was, the yeah, parking lot and just up, yeah. hitting everything. <laughs> and then they don't but, even like have a button to it either. Like they're just they just get out and they're like, well, here we are. Yes. Yeah. No reaction. <laughs> You'd think at there'd all. be like a, you know, remember where we parked or like something like that to to indicate what just happened, but they're just like, nope, here we are. So ca- so casual about it. I, it's such an animator's, it's such a director's joke. Yeah. You know, like one that you didn't really even, that might not have been in the script, but it's like, we have, like, we have animation and, and directorial input, so it's like, let's have them wheel around bumping into things. <laughs> That's probably not in the script. I, I'm, I, I would bet that, it, w- that yeah. it wouldn't be. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and I remember watching that and thinking that if this was a crappier show, that joke would have gone on for so much longer. And I think they capped it at the correct time too. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, the episode is great. There's a lot of very memorable and quotable bits in this episode, and they don't just stand alone. They all work together. The arc fits super perfectly the setup is brilliant for why they're at the mountain in the first place and it's a winner it oh yeah i can't explain to you how much i liked your analogy of this season uh like a baseball game and like a big slugger up at the plate um because yeah there are some home runs in in this out in this season there are also some whiffs there's you know? a few, yeah. There's a few but. there's a few whiffs, but I think those whiffs are always are at least and like this is where your analogy is perfect. They're always big swings though. Like you can see where the idea is. It's a great idea. Like I kind of think the mysterious voyage is kind of a whiff for me. But I really appreciate how different and how big of a swing that episode is. Mm-hmm. Um and even the Springfield files is like it's a it's a it feels kind of like a corporate monster of an episode with the uh, with crossovers and stuff like that. But the whole again, they do they do a big swing with it by making it um, uh, evocative of the show that they're that, that they're crossing over for the entire episode, not just the crossover moment. Mm-hmm. So like all of these big swings are like, yes, this is a show with that still has the ambition of a, of a young upstart show. And the writers are still in it to win it really. Um, and, and they, they will, fight to the finish. they do fight to the finish and they will bring it on again. Yeah. I mean, all or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last one, by the way. Let's bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Another straight-to-DVD classic available at your local Shoppers Drug Mart. <laughs> right uh, alongside... For, our, for uh, non-Canadian listeners, that's the Dwayne Reed equivalent. Uh, Walgreens or something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. Right alongside Blind Horizon, starring Val Kilmer. Mm. I'm assuming that's that a direct-to-video film. Is that a 0%? What's that? No, that would be oh, okay. uh, 31%. Ooh. One, Ouch. One, still one of your lower Cineval scores. Uh, that's about average for Val, <laughs> <laughs> which is a shame. Um, I, I mean, sh- much like the show, the season, season eight, yeah, he also big swings, big swings, big sometimes swings. big whiffs. Yeah, maybe, maybe unfortunately more often than more not. often than not big whiffs. Yeah, and I would say more recently, not really big swings, not really big swings. <laughs> no, but like in his prime. I mean, you, you, yeah. you, as I've said on the uh, on the Cinevals mm-hmm. before, and they've said before, you can't really predict throat cancer oh. so that's it's a bummer yeah that's kind of a bummer is that why his uh snowman appearance that's exactly is so weird? why yeah. Yeah. I, I remember reading something about that i wasn't i didn't realize it was throat cancer but i remember he was sick he yeah. had had surgery so there was a lot uh, of like swelling and yeah. like apparently he could uh barely talk in a recognizable thing uh but the snowman was such a um ridiculous film that <laughs> they didn't recast they just were like they yeah just, let's like, dubbed it. it over and let's do it anyway yep. i got a great idea <laughs> This will be fine. We'll dub it over. No one will notice. Yeah. Everyone noticed. noticed. (laughs) And like, I don't know about you, but I didn't know he was in that movie. No, it's not. Because he's not recognizable. And so it was, it was like, not only was I like, why is this strange actor being dubbed over? But then later I was like, wait, that was Val Kilmer. (laughs) So it was, noticed, it was noticed at the dubbing and not noticed that it was a big star. So they really fucked up on both ends. Yeah, they really did. They really did. Just have a character actor do it who is not recognizable if you're going to do that. Yeah. Anyway, Snowman's bad. Harry Hole. It's uh, <laughs> a protagonist's name. Yeah. Yeah. They, and, they don't, and it's a serious movie. Yeah. It's a serious movie. Yeah, his name's Harry Hole. They don't make fun of Although, it. Although I believe in the, the books it's supposed mm. to be pronounced Harry Hole. Not better. No, but still, <laughs> it's just very funny that the people making the movie didn't, like, we're just like, yeah, Harry Hole. That's obviously, like, that's fine, right? That's, and that's clearly no one, what this word yeah, says. No one's like, mm, it sounds bad. Should we change it? <laughs> no, Harry Hole. Come on. Everyone loves Harry Hole. You know, at the end of the movie, the killer literally falls through a plot hole. That's true. <laughs> Isn't it an ice hole? Yeah. Yeah. Ice, ice plot hole. But you never Spoilers know why for the it's snowman. There. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's. You know, it's kind. Of, anyway, I'm not going to talk more about that movie. <laughs> Listen to the Cinevals episode on the snowman. Yeah, if you want to know more about that one. Uh, <laughs> but speaking of snow, yeah, man, they make and snowmen. snowmen. They make. Snowmen. They make snowmans. It's an army of of snowmen, <laughs> like you and one army. army, and he has political powers. So, right. speaking of political powers, uh-huh. this episode I think is quietly political. Uh, in, sure, in a few moments, and I would like to go through them. Okay, because Please John do. Schwartzwelder is kind of a crazy person. Yeah, he is. Uh, we love him. And Bart's little newsletter rant, I think, is. <laughs> I want to like. I know it's really, really difficult to break down who wrote what yeah. in The Simpsons because it's such a collaborative writing room. But I feel like this is either Schwartzwelder pure or some of the writers making fun of Schwartzwelder. Yeah, right. I'm like going to go with the latter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it must be like Bart's initial, like in the script initially, he just says like one of those things. Yeah. And Homer has the like, oh, your ideas intrigue me. I wish to subscribe to your newsletter. 
Um, and then, the, yeah, in the writer's room, they're like, let's have Bart say more ridiculous things like that. You know, the stuff that Josh Schwartzwalder well, says when, sharing. when he drops off yeah. his scripts. <laughs> <laughs> when he rants on the phone when he calls yeah. in sick. Just, just say it like Schwartzwalder would. We'll, we'll, it'll be good. And he's also very much the type of guy who would have a poorly Xerox <laughs> newsletter. A zine, full if you will. His, uh, yeah, yeah. Like George Meyer's Army Man. <laughs> what's that well that's what oh that, yeah, yeah. that was that's that's where like george meyer comes from oh really yeah he, he printed a, a zine called army man when before the simpsons started and that got him the job that's interesting. it was super weird and i think a lot of other writers were involved in in some way yep. If, yep. if not directly on the writing staff they at least contributed army man and of course the lampoon the harvard lampoon yep is where they uh, poached a lot of the National initial Lampen? writers. The uh, well, like, that's the same. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but that's where they poached the original writers' room. Mm, essentially, Harvard, a bunch of Harvard eggheads. Yeah, Harvard eggheads and some fringe <laughs> intellectuals. Um, and John Schwartzwald. And yeah, and a crazy person. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy man, re- crazy recluse who, who lives in the woods <laughs> and says, "What's uh, sharing's a bunch of bull." <laughs> What's all this here? All this I hear about tolerance. <laughs> what else does he say? He says another thing. I want to find. I want to find the full. full oh, uh, and helping others. Helping others. Yeah. Um, this is uh, all modern conservatism talking points right now. Like that's that's what he's saying in there. And I'm like, oh yeah, Homer would be the kind of guy who would want to subscribe to that newsletter. Did you find it? Yeah. Okay. So first he just says teamwork is overrated. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then he's like, "Think about it. I mean, what team was Babe Ruth on? Who knows? Yankees. <laughs> Sharing is a bunch of bull too, and helping others. And what's all this crap I've been hearing about tolerance? As he does the little wrist flip <laughs> at the end to uh, punctuate it. So this, th- like, I know it's a joke mm-hmm. in this, but we're living in a time where so many people believe this, mm-hmm. and. It makes it hard for me to get up in the morning. Oh. Uh, <laughs> this is Greg's existential corner. <laughs> yeah, because anybody who believes this, you, I don't know how to. I don't know how to be around that anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't. Because no, I know what you mean. Yeah. It all gets down to. It, it all comes back to like, oh yeah, there's there's like teamwork is is pointless. It's like okay. Um, sharing's a bunch of bu- okay, so that means you don't want to. So no, no Medicare, no, no public schools. Oh great, great, <laughs> yeah. great. Uh, what's all this about tolerance? Great. Okay, so um, white trade alliances. Yeah, and, no, yeah. no GSAs. Um, let's and also let's close our borders because that's that's how you evolve as a planet. It's it's the exact <laughs> opposite. Evolution is diversity. I mean, we should just we're just cooking the planet anyway. Yeah. We should just uh, you know. What Pack is, it in. What is what is the um, <laughs> what 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 is the 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 recipe for for evolution? It's like, it's like time plus diversity equals evolution. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. like small small changes uh, over vast amounts of time. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> that that social evolution is very different though. Well, not very, it's, it's I should very say, sorry, not very I've, different, but it's it's it should be done in less time. Yes, basically yes, is what I'm saying. Like like physical evolution, animals that have evolved into other species and that kind of thing, billions of years. Yeah. Right? Social evolution, like being nice to people, 
you know, maybe a year. Like, <laughs> yeah, after yeah. a year when you're like, hey, like, we're being mean to these people, this group of people, you should have stopped it. You know what? I'd subscribe a year to that. At the most. I'd, I'd subscribe to that newsletter. I'll give you a yeah. year to change your yeah. ways when you're being a dick. Yeah. Because that's what's it. why? What what are we doing? <laughs> what, what's these the episodes have actually worked a lot better since we stopped beating up on each other with the mics and instead just <laughs> used them for talking about it's stuff. True. Those episodes, early are episodes are unlistenable. Yeah, literally. I you I didn't it's just they like, weren't plugged in. Slapping of mics. That's that's mostly all you can hear. There's there's occasional uh, <laughs> there's occasional yelling profanities, mm-hmm. but since we're not actually like talking the into the yeah, mics, yeah. it's just vaguely ambient. <laughs> Remember, it was like this this whole thing really just started with like us throwing cell phones at each other. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. In my kitchen. That's right. Um, that's how fast social evolution is. Amazing yeah. how far we've come. Yeah. But like, I also want to because this made me think about this because I think about it a lot these days. Uh, I host a lot of trivia. Sure do. Uh, and have been for almost three years now. And so, like, I talk to a lot of people about it and people are, I'm, all, I'm often like, hey, like, you should come out to this trivia, you know. And 90% of the time, people who don't play trivia or don't care about it or whatever, 90% of the time their response is, I would do so bad at it. And my response is always, but you'd be on a team. Like, this is what people need to realize. You're not, like, no, I mean, it happens, but for the most part, people don't play trivia alone because nobody knows everything. That's why you're a team and you work together and your strengths uh, help other people's strengths and vice versa. And, like, the teams that do well are ones that have a vast array of knowledge amongst everybody. Not, And it's the same thing with Jeopardy, where the idea is, not the team part, but the fact that to do good on Jeopardy, you don't need to be an expert in everything. Uh, you just need to know the basics of everything. <laughs> so you can be an expert in one thing and just like sweep that category. But as long as you know the basics of everything else, you can you can do very well. And uh, that's why I really like trivia. That's why I like playing it because I like being on a team and being able to contribute to the team. And I know some people are like, oh, like I didn't contribute anything. And I'm like, did you get like all you need to do is get one answer that no one else got. And that'll be a huge contribution. <laughs> and I also am a big nerd and just like learning shit that I don't know. So that also helps. So yeah, knowing, like, <laughs> knowing stuff is better than not knowing stuff. I agree. I like knowing things. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you up to a point. Okay. <laughs> there was, um, there's a lot of things I wish I didn't know. Mm. Mm. It would make the whole getting up or, or right. a lot easier. <laughs> And that's the end of Greg's existential corner. Yeah. But on, you know, like I thought, I, I like the uh, the 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 world that I live in, for the most part. Mm. We have a lot of fun here. Mm-hmm. We get to talk about The Simpsons. We do, yeah. And we get to talk about um, Bart being a conservative little <laughs> asshole. Um, <laughs> See, and what's like to take it out of uh, out of context and more in not out of con- out of real world real world context and into the world of the Simpsons context. Yeah, I always read that as Bart was just 
like given a zine or something you know like with all that stuff and like so he he's a young mind and he's so, definitely parroting yeah and so he's he's just recently been like yeah what like someone told me this and like yeah what is the deal with tolerance and so he there's still time for him to turn around oh absolutely and i don't <laughs> think he believes it for one second because it's a flash in the pan moment yeah <laughs> however it shows you just how dangerous that thing that sort of thing can be mm-hmm. and how effective propaganda can be against the weak-minded like Correct. Bart. Like Bart Simpson. And Homer. And Homer Simpson. Who is much more dangerous than Bart can ever be. True. It's as if he has no will of his own. <laughs> That's right. It's, you're not as objectionable as you <laughs> seemed to be when we first met. No, okay. sir. No, I am not. <laughs> what a great joke. What a great just quotable line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many great like little Homerisms in, in this one, like yeah. especially when they're putting the teams together mm-hmm. where it's like you will all find the, the cabin on your map. I lost my map. <laughs> you haven't been issued a map. <laughs> I've put all the employees names in this hat. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Feathers barely concealing his contempt. Yeah. <laughs> You haven't been issued a map yet. <laughs> uh, I also like the the hat moment because it does remind me of myself sometimes where I do something like that and people are like, oh, and I'm like, oh, thanks. Like to me, this was normal, but wow, people, it's like, whoa, you put some effort into this. It's like the spreadsheet. The yeah. spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not two columns on a Word doc. It's got pictures. Wow. And- wow colors and incredible i put work into things you guys (laughs) when you have time a lot of effort into the things i like yeah it's really great money it's really great (laughs) that's how the world should work talon's employer please (laughs) (laughs) give me more money (laughs) Money, you're working a a deece job now right it's a deece job yeah yeah yeah. and it's uh it's for a non-profit so downtown tougher to to Try and be like, give me more money. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But you're also working for uh, a nonprofit that is like, I feel like your conscience can be clean. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's they're doing good things. Yeah. Um, and they're not greedy corporate stooges. Because I've been to some of the events that that the that the grand puts on, not just theater events, but I've been to your your movie night before. Mm-hmm. And these are things that I I hope absolutely continue your movie night is a weirdly cool atmosphere yeah in a way that like one thing i just wish the chairs were a little better guess what they are, are. They? oh you're awesome <laughs> yes that's the you'd come to sean of the dead you would have seen we got the comfy chairs in, in banff I, no i know i'm just i saying. will be there at, at i wasn't saying Pride. that as a like how dare you i was just saying if you had been there you would have you would have seen it because and we, i will we be. did we did upgrade them for that one for the princess bride princess bride because you're gonna be playing because your love is like a storybook story yeah it is <laughs> you like that movie princess bride yeah oh yeah yeah it's got one of the greatest sword fights of all time agreed um what makes a good sword fight you ask good question <laughs> characters characters choreography uh yeah, yeah. the two c's yeah <laughs> the two c's characters music factory characters and choreography and i would say um like one of the most important things is that it like leads into the other like it's Mm -hmm. it's character motivated choreography yes yeah and of course the darth vader and luke skywalker duel in empire strikes back is the best one it's the best one fight me if you disagree (laughs) 
with a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. And but uh, as, as long as we have a clear history of what our relationship is up to the fight, but so motives, that there's more yeah. emotional stakes and motivation. There should be several sequences where it looks like you're going to win, then like it might turn around and makes me seem like I'm going to win. Or if it's like the Empire fight, it's just one person barely holding their yep. own. Uh, so good. Which is the best. And the other one toying with them. Yeah. It's, oh God, it's so great. So oh, and but, but <laughs> there's going to be a moment where he where he underestimates you too much and you get a lucky shot in. That's right. And it's like, and then, and then that, you're like, all right, it's over now. Yeah. Like I'm ending this I'm now. Done. I'm you're, chopping your hand you're, off. My hand's gone. <laughs> it's gone. That movie owns <laughs> Last Jedi is the second best Star Wars movie. Yeah. Fight me. Uh, <laughs> you agree with me, right? Oh, 100%. Okay, good. I said that the day I saw it. And then all this bullshit came yeah, out. And I'm like, yeah. now I hate the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I was about to say it as I was leaving the the theater in Banff when we watched it. Yeah. And and then the people who I went with was like, that wasn't that great. And I was like, oh, oh no, I don't want to get into a the fight while you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because Empire was also disliked when it first came out. Everyone thought the same thing. Yeah. And the pr the problem is today the internet exists, so. That opinion's not going to change. Yeah. <laughs> um, with Empire, it's like people like had time to like let it sit, and like they didn't have other people parroting, you know, what they didn't like about it, and like creating this weird little ball of hatred and anger about like um, I would have done it this way, um, and now we don't have that. So yeah. is <laughs> everyone's em just angry. Is Empire a perfect movie? No. Oh, of course not. I do not think it is. I think it has a tragically slow midsection um this is no cave and the, it's the dagobahians drag they they do they're necessary but mm -hmm. they do drag i also think that it is a masterpiece like yeah. a masterpiece can be flawed that's yes. one of the best parts about masterpiece films yeah. it's the best that, thing about art is yeah. that art can be amazing and also flawed yeah or it can be absolutely uh perfect in in moments like yes. when Marge enters the visitor's center of Mount <laughs> Useful. Great back on track. Thank you so much. I was waiting for uh, I was waiting for one of those. Thank you so much. Uh, the Mount Useful Visitor Center is one of the We'll let John Muir tell you about it. I think it's John Buer? No Muir. Muir like M U I R. Really? Okay. He's a real person. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I can tell you about it in the reference desk. Oh my oh. god. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about this either because his his voice his celebrity I'm voice impersonated. I love the laughs. Uh, he interrupts himself several times, <laughs> the longest of which is for a <laughs> and Marge just slowed back out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. the it's her version of the of Homer loves Landers going into the bushes. Oh sure, yeah. yeah it, it. <laughs> so the this this is the this is the center where they they f they find Smokey the Smokey the Bear. Thanks <laughs> um, to budget cutbacks, they had to eliminate anything even the least bit entertaining. Well, bye. <laughs> so. I mean, since we're talking about it, yeah. Smokey the Bear might be my favorite joke of the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, put a pin in that because we'll see if anything yeah. tops it yeah. once we you know go through the rest of the season. But so far, highlight. <laughs>
<laughs> it is so goddamn funny. I love it so much. His horrible, unchanging facial expression <laughs> really makes it for me. Just how long it is. Like, only who can prevent forest fires? And then his long explanation of why you're wrong. <laughs> and then Bart's reaction is just, kick. <laughs> and then walks away. What does he say to Marge? Like, can I go play outside away from the bear? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, you have selected you, meaning me. The correct answer is you. <laughs> oh, um, so good. Yeah, it's so a, good. It's a it's a great little reference <laughs> to the national parks of the mm -hmm. United States of America. Do you guys ever go to like? Uh, I mean, I know the answer is yes, but like, what's like a a standout place like this that you've been to? Like a historical center where there's like buttons that you press that have little recordings, or like even the the Hollis Hurlbut uh, episode, right, where the like has like oh the people crossing the river and stuff. Is there like a place that you really remember vividly? Is You're there, so excited. Is there a place? <laughs> oh, Alan. <laughs> it's looking like there is. <laughs> oh, buddy. Uh, this has been my quote-unquote career uh, that, fair enough yeah the military museum yeah, yeah i worked at the military museums forever and you could go in there and push buttons and you would hear old al come on and say <laughs> in 1945 the king's own cavalry regiment was assembled once again to go and fight in the second world war this time instead of horses they would have another mounted unit Tanks, <laughs> <laughs> and it would be every time you walked into the King's Own Calgary Regiment. Yeah. Um, so, I guess my question then is, as a child, but I'm not done. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because because after I stopped working at the military museums, I decided to give a little thing called acting a try for real. Oh, I've heard of it. Uh, and it brought me out to a place called Banff National Park. Of course. That's right. I went out to Banff. I went to the uh, to the White Museum. It's a beautiful place that's filled with uh, art from the, the Bow Valley, both indigenous and settler art. Um, and of course, it has a whole, like a big section that's filled with the various tools of surveyors and mountain climbers and guides of the original settlers in like the late 1800s, early 1900s, that sort of thing. And way tucked in the back is a, uh, is, is a little, a little door that you can open mm -hmm. you can go in, you can push a button mm -hmm. and it says, would you like to know the story of Banff National Park? Oh, maybe, hell no. Maybe we should let <laughs> our oldest citizen tell the tale. And then the oldest woman in the world <laughs> comes on. <laughs> and she does exactly that thing. And I sent you a video of it. Do you remember this? I do, actually. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that, that I'm, yes, I remember. Because I was like, that reminds me of the Mountain of Madness episode. Yeah. 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 That's why I sent it to you. We, that was That's the first so time I went to the White Museum. We were doing it for research for the show that we were putting on. Mm -hmm. And I saw it, and I immediately thought of this episode. And naturally, when I think of The Simpsons, I think of Alan. And I recorded this document, and I sent it to him. And I was like, this is real. And <laughs> 
And the thing is, that's not the only place in Banff that does that. Yeah. There are at least two other places that I have been to that does that, um, which is just... It's like a taxidermy museum, right? That's the other one. That one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been to that one. Yeah. That one's free admission. Yeah, that's why I went to it. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also the um, uh, the the Lux Museum, which, has, which, is, which is not a great museum. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's across the river, and it has a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm seeing our sponsor list, we are sponsored by the Lux Museum. God oh, damn shit. it! <laughs> Cut that out. Uh, <laughs> Keep um, it in and double it. So when I was a kid, I went to Head Smashed in Buffalo Jump. Boom! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> and place. it beautiful. It is a beautiful place. But as a child, it terrified me. <laughs> sure. First of all, the name <laughs> Head Smashed in. I was like, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go there. That sounds scary. Fair enough. And then uh, learning what that re- uh, related to was like the buffaloes literally like getting chased off. That the doesn't make it any better. No. And then I was like, that's still scary. <laughs> but I did. But I did. I did enjoy it. Like I remember enjoying it as a kid. Um, and then I was, you know, in that kind of mindset of like becoming kind of nerdy and wanting, like we talked about earlier, wanting to know things. And so going to those historical places and learning about them by pressing buttons and like putting little headphones on and stuff like that. Love that shit. Frank Slide. Love that shit. Oh, like, yeah. Frank Slide's another one. Yeah, That's a great one. Yeah. And I just remember that. And I think it's that interactivity that because like I've been to other museums when I was a kid where there was no buttons or like anything to do. And I was just like, OK, like I was. I was an impetuous little little brat, you know. Right. I was like, no, there's nothing fun here. But if there's a button, I'm like, ooh, it's a game, or like, ooh, it's a something I can do, and you know, and Science Center too. Like Science Center yeah. was so great because I'm like, I can touch things and like make things happen. It's it's hands on. It's cool. I've spent, that's how you teach children, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, anything that's anything that's hands on um, makes them feel like they are playing some sort of video game, which tricks them into learning. The best way to teach children is to trick, trick them. them. Um, whether it be through comedy or through playing games, uh, anything that makes propaganda. them propaganda <laughs> is what you sprinkle in there <laughs> to create uh, people who would want to join the military. That's right. To uh, perpetuate this myth that we are all different because we live on arbitrary borders. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and we must fight anyone who yeah. guys. Disagrees. Maybe money shouldn't exist, <laughs> and maybe neither should nations, and maybe we should concentrate on space flight and get off this rock before it dies. Then we can focus on the real tribalism that matters. Earth versus everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Man, fuck Neptune. Just fuck <laughs> Neptune all the way to hell. I w- it's a gas giant. You know what? I'll suck it into a giant vacuum. <laughs> yeah, Who's I got a gas giant for you, Neptune. It's my farts. <laughs> all right. Um, Take that, Neptune, you jerk. <laughs> I forgot one. Oh. I forgot one of mine. What? what I literally made one of these videos. What do you mean? I made one of these like... Really? Yeah. I'm, did, did it start with a question that people don't have a chance to answer before you start talking again? Um, yes. It Excellent. started with, what is the history of Fort Whoop Up? Perhaps well, I, oh. we should let the people tell us. Uh, and then they would. And then they talk. Yeah, then they talk. And uh, it's a it was a 25-minute documentary on the history of Fort Whoop Up. And I made that. Nice. And you didn't even push a button. It played automatically. Oh. Which was a bummer. Yeah. Don't (laughs) don't like it. (laughs) On repeat. So if you uh, came through halfway into the thing, good luck catching up. Yeah. That's exactly what it did. Mm, It played on repeat. Yeah. 
so when they when they do get um trapped uh-huh. below yeah uh there's a there's a really great moment where um this is this is after the act break uh and they fall back down mm-hmm. and there's a really so great dug out yeah they've dug out they, they fall right high back five down. they fall down yeah yeah um who directed this one mark, mark kirkland mark kirkland okay frequent director um and this is a really really nice bit of uh direction and breadcrumbing uh it's you can see the the propane tank sticking mm-hmm. in through the wall and so it's like oh there it is it's established now well, they established it earlier as well right yeah when they when they're entering before they enter the cabin the propane tank yeah. exists yep here it is and, and it's now it's still there through the wall yeah, through the wall and the next time you see it it gets them out yep one two three Great directing beats. Yes. And and, very uh, good writing. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you see a propane tank in Act 2, then it needs to blow up and eject <laughs> the cabin from an avalanche in Act 3. <laughs> it's called uh, Dehashik's propane tank. <laughs> <laughs> Can we use that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Dehashik's propane tank. T-M-C-R. Parentheses, Chekhov was a hack. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry orchard, more like boring orchard. <laughs> the seagull, more like I'm not gonna see that gull. <laughs> That's actually a really, really, really boring play. I know. <laughs> Most of his plays are to read. Oh, I've I'm, never seen it. I've seen it live, and I thought it was quite good. Oh, good. Yeah. Our... I mean, I will say, there. It's very hard. To find a script that can't be great under the right direction and production. That's my honest honest opinion. You can find the worst script in the world, and if you get a good director and a good production team, whether it be play or movie or whatever, you can make it great. Hmm. I think the the writing is uh, often blamed in a lot of uh, situations with like bad movies or whatever, and I think like there's so much freedom outside of the script. But, but still adhering to the script that can make things really great. Hmm. So that's just something I've been thinking about. <laughs> your ideas intrigue me. Hmm. And I'd like to subscribe to one. your newsletter. No? <laughs> uh, Darn. Well, it's more of a zine. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. <laughs> By zine, I mean it's a column on uh, BuzzFeed. <laughs> Which one? Red, yellow, or blue? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot that existed again. <laughs> You keep reminding me. Yeah. It's a callback. We're doing a runner. Um, (laughs) See, an improv, Mm. they call a running joke a runner. They also call a running joke a runner in comedy. Mm. Not just improv, but in anything, really. We were talking about McGarnagle before you came over, Alan. Um, The greatest character on The Simpsons? Yeah, that never shows back up again. Two appearances, I want to say? Two appearances, yeah. Which is a huge And only once visually? Yeah. First time is just audio. Tonight on McGonagall. We're going to watch that show about the the cop who solves crimes in his spare time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when we get finally uh, to the other Ranger cabin. Mm -hmm. um, It's Ranger McFadden. We get to to Ranger McFadden. (laughs) And... So I was just happy to see so many friendly people. Quiet, you drunk. Where is Ranger McFadden? Right here, sir. Right behind the drunk. <laughs> what a great Simpsons joke. Now, those are the jokes that I I love. That's I the stuff. The, the, the audience misdirect jokes. Yeah. Right? That's the stuff. These wieners will give me the energy I need to escape. 
things like that. <laughs> that kind of joke. It's a it's a quality switcheroo. Yeah. yeah, love them. So when when they're up in the ranger station and they throw the moose head into the fire and they the Simpson good kids fine burst in yeah good fine whatever. <laughs> Uh, Smithers sucks. Smithers is the funniest. Yeah. He's How angry he gets he's at so these funny. children. Yeah. Just climbing up a mountain. Come on. It's not that bad. <laughs> so when they when they get there and they find the Rangers and Ranger McFadden, and it's kind of like it's the apex of the of the, of the episode. It's where everything starts coming together. Um it's it's also where I kind of start getting a I don't know who my MVP is for this mm. episode, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. It's very difficult for me to decide because it might be the Ranger. Sure. It, Ranger's pretty good. He's so good, but then Burnsy is also so good in this episode, and so is Homer. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of uh, candidates for MVP. Yeah. I will say, uh, outside of the world, uh, Harry Shearer is my MVP. Sure. But we're talking characters. I think it's going to Carl. Yeah? Also a great choice. Ah, oh, yes. nuts. So many of my favorite lines in this episode, and they're very short, and, and it's just just used perfectly. He's used so perfectly. Yeah. All right, popcorn's done. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I love that he just pours it in and then waits. <laughs> like, <laughs> he doesn't notice that something's wrong. <laughs> he has a master's in engineering. <laughs> It's just kernels. Oh man. Slightly warm kernels. I forgot about I forgot about Homer's enemy. That's that's in my top that's that, oh, yeah. that bumps this For one this out season, of the yeah. top five. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Over uh, Sherry Bobbins? Yeah, so far. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. We will. Yeah. We will. Um end of season top five. Could change. Yeah. That's right. Very much. We never uh, know. That's the best part. My favorite episode from season six, never would have guessed was gonna be my favorite. Which one was it again? Bart's Comet. Bart's Comet, right. Mm. Yeah. Like Going through the episodes as we do is why when I realized, yeah, that's my favorite. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, but it is. It's a Skinner. It's Skinner. Oh, it's, no. all, it's all that Skinner stuff at the beginning. Yeah, he's so great. <laughs> uh, ca- ca- careful, children. That's my car. <laughs> <laughs> and the fighter jets. Anyway. So, your MVP, Carl. It's Carl. Carl Carlson. Adam. Ooh. I'm still trying to to, to make a <laughs> mull it over. Mine. Yeah, should we go to the reference desk while you mull it? Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Let's go to the reference desk. The title of the episode, Mountain of Madness, yeah. is based on the H.P. Lovecraft uh, novella at the Mountain of Madness. Oh, okay, so practically the same thing. Yep. Um, um, Burns mentions the Ritz brothers. Yeah, let's they are a vaudeville team of fucking course they are a vaudeville team yeah when the vaudeville circuit was a big deal back in the 1910s Mm -hmm. because mr burns you see is is old old. (laughs) uh babe ruth yeah baseball player the great bambino the salt and the swat and uh it should be noted he didn't just play for the yankees also, the Boston Red Sox. Correct. And, and he cursed the Braves, them real good, I believe. He played for the Atlanta I think, Braves? I think that was his final season was with the Braves. Oh, wow. And he, when you know when he was old, no one cared anymore. Right, oh. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so it's just like uh, uh, Gretzky playing for the uh, the uh, Kings. 
right? That was his, well, was that his no, last? No, 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 no. He got well, traded from the Oilers to the Kings to the Blues to the Rangers, I believe. Rangers was his last Rangers one? Okay, that's the one then. That's Ra- what I meant. Rangers, he was there for maybe like three, four seasons. He had a decent run Oh, was there. It? okay. For some and reason, I thought he was only one, like one season. Was it the Messier season that was only one when they got Messier, mm. or was he there the whole time? Uh, he was there, went to Vancouver. It was a debacle that uh, <laughs> makes the blood of Canucks fans boil to this day, and it's hilarious. And <laughs> then he went back to the Rangers and was good again for a while. Nice. Right, right, right. But they did reunite, is the point. Yes, they did. Yeah. They maybe played maybe two seasons together in New there York? You Something like that. Yeah. It was Jordan I'm thinking of. Like Michael Jordan. There's some oh, big oh, like... like Jordan as a Washington wizard? Because that that's, totally I think that's what be. it was, yeah. I think there's... Yeah, there was a... I, I was trying to think of a big... That's uh, sport, so weird. Yeah, a big sports player who like everyone knows to be like for Jordan, like he's the Bulls. He's with yeah. the Bulls, right? And then, but there's like one last season where he's traded, and it's like, I, and I'm gonna retire now, <laughs> for real this time. That was like uh, actually that was uh, what's his face, um, uh, uh, Brodeur as well. Oh yeah, Marty to, Brodeur to the Blues, to the right? Blues. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had one last season with the Blues, and then became a like GM or some <laughs> shit for <laughs> the Blues. <laughs> it's yeah, just it was like, working in right. the front office. Yeah. That's wild to me. <laughs> but then again, he, like, I don't think Jersey would have him back because, you know, the Jersey and their crime. It's hey, a crime get the thing. hell out of here. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole well, crime Boston, thing in, in Jersey. You know? Crime? There, there's been crimes committed before, yeah. I mean, I've heard well, of them. and I'm like, the New Jersey Devils were like a money laundering front. <laughs> this has been. Uh, Maybe. I know the sports, Lightning sports, were owned sports, by the sports, Yakuza sports, for sports, a bit. Sports, sports, sports. This is Greg's conspiracy corner. That's oh, it's oh, a mashup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mixed up with sports, 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 sports. <laughs> anyway, uh, Babe Ruth was the reference. Uh, Green Acres. You ever watch that show? I know it's a show. Yeah, me too. Uh, apparently, when they're announcing all the pairings, there's Haney and Drucker, and those are two characters from Green Acres. So they slipped that one in there. I know that. I know to that Zutroy. Everyone's everyone's enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. Zutroy's mentioned. The yeah. Zutroy callback was very good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice any other like. I was listening for yeah, like Mindy or to, something. And yeah, or like Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. Be Stuart the Duck. The little duck. Um, <laughs> Smokey the Bear, of course, uh, we talked about. Um, do you guys remember like the terrifying commercials of Smokey the Bear? Oh, with that awful costume? Yeah. Yeah. It was so scary. He's like, only you could prevent for it. And you're like, ah, okay, I won't. I won't do any fires. His heartless, unchanging face. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right? Um. He's so, a literal bear. He'll eat you. It's it's somehow worse when it's a mascot suit and it's still got a human voice. And a hat. <laughs> it's like he's got a ranger's hat on. We're supposed to give this bear a sense of authority? That's just what they want. So John Weir yeah. was a 19th century environmentalist. Awesome. He founded the Sierra Club, which is a group dedicated to wilderness preservation in 1892. And... For this episode, they asked Dan Castellaneta to do a John Muir impression, and apparently he did a very good one, but they're like, can you make it more old and crazy? (laughs) (laughs) So that's what he did. (laughs) He he cranked that one out of the stadium. Yeah, he took that note very well. Yeah. He, like, um, is, is it San Francisco where outside the ballpark... In the bay, there are guys in kayaks who will fish baseballs out of the water if somebody hits that strong of a home run. I it think must that's be. where it, it is. Sounds, it must sounds be. right. Like yeah. San Francisco Bay? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so that uh, that impression went straight out of the park and into the bay for me. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and then uh, the Bobsy Twins. Yep. 
because that's what he calls Bart and Lisa. Apparently, it was actually two sets of twins. <laughs> Did you ever read or know about the Bob's? Absolutely twins? not. Yeah, it's an old reference. Um, but apparently, it wasn't just a, like a pair of twins. It was two pairs of twins. <laughs> it's like four people, <laughs> and they're all they're twins of each other. Anyway, uh, Samuel Morse. <laughs> He invented Morse code. Sure did. And he's got spider webs on his beard. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and I love the, that joke. <laughs> I love that joke. It's so weird. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's we'll like use the old telegraph. Dun, dun. Because it's like, it's like, of course, Mr. Burns would know yep. a telegraph. Of course, and he would how know to how to use, use it. Code, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the payoff is so funny. Yeah, it's so, it's just and like it's educational, too. And, yeah. Because Samuel Morse is accurate. I just love the cut to his unblinking face. The mannequin with the, with the yeah with the music it's and the very, beards askew. Very weird, yeah. Oh man, that is so accurate to how museums just kind of yeah, stop just caring leave after a bit. Shit alone, and spiders yeah. spiders take residence. It looks like it'd be very musty. Yeah, yeah, hundred well, percent. And then of course uh, Homer's political powers. Uh, you got Mao, Lincoln, Gandhi, Roosevelt, and some pharaoh. It's showtime. Yeah, it's showtime, and that's <laughs> arguably a Beetlejuice reference, but yeah. I don't know if I don't know if it really is. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we all know. Well, I know it's showtime as a Beetlejuice thing, but yeah. I don't necessarily think it invented that. So, you know, I'm it sure was, vaudeville people said it. Yeah, <laughs> for example. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, it actually started with the Ritz brothers. Ah, it's, there you go. <laughs> Full I circle. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> Did you land on your MVP? Well, I was supposed to be thinking about that, but I wasn't. So <laughs> he said he was enjoying our banter. To ver- yes, I was. I'm going to uh, very transparently stall uh, until In that deciding case, that I will. Uh, I will say that mine will go to the Ranger. Okay, sure. I really like the Ranger because every single time he's in it is funnier than the last. And he was. I, so I looked this up because Adam mentioned it. He was yep. designed to look like Al Gore. I didn't okay. find anything saying that they wanted him to voice him, but it's still it's possible. That's you know that makes my research a lot of only sense. Goes, goes so far, but yeah, that's because they did. It was only two or three years later, I want to say, that they got him for um, uh, Simpsons or <laughs> Jesus for Futurama. <laughs> oh yeah, he voices himself in that. I think it was maybe season. Actually, it might have been season four of Futurama, which would be like two thousand three. But anyway, Crimes of the Hot or uh, it's the one with the uh, Hawking Hole. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? The, 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 um, <laughs> it's like the time the travel kind of thing. machine. Yeah, and Wait, yeah, the, and the finger. Well, I guess he makes a few appearances. Yeah, I think he does, because I think he's also the like a head in a jar in various instances. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Futurama is also a good show. It yeah. is. Um, okay, episode MVP. I'll I'll take Mr. Burns on this one. Thank you. It's a good choice. He, he really makes the setup of the episode, too, because the entire bit about the fire drill is so perfect it's so funny and mr burns is hilarious at a few different times into this and one of my favorite uh, mr burns gags that constantly comes up is just how impossibly frail he is because he's 104 years old and when he fires the starting pistol <laughs> at the mountain it shoots inside the show and the force of the gun going off is enough to, to him. just get him stuck in the snow up to his neck. Yep. It's it's great. 
It's, uh, it's a great bit. Yeah, that fire drill scene is very funny. It's so it's good. So it's really so good. It, but it's so good. It's the it's it's what makes this episode really really well written. Yeah, is that like this really weird thing you said it at the beginning, Adam? Just like the the inciting incident so perfectly leads them to the mountain that it's like yeah, this doesn't feel forced mm-hmm. at all. It all feels organic. No and badger plot here. No, no badger plot mm-hmm. here. And <laughs> just like seeing how the power plant employees react to a simple fire drill and it just it paints this picture of a they've probably never done one oh never before this <laughs> because also like the the list of different drills uh indicates that it's very old <laughs> right was it blimp attack was blimp that one attack, of them? Yeah. yeah it was yeah <laughs> speaking of zeppelins um burns loves zeppelins sure so does. does adam yeah so does greg I do. I love a good dirigible. I'm okay with them. (laughs) They're great. I love airships. Um, But then, yeah, and like the (laughs) the part where the guy takes the fire extinguisher (laughs) and starts beating up everybody with it is another one of those misdirects that I really like. Out of the way. Out of the way. And then, of course, Homer uh, running out and barring the door oh and saying I win God and I think I won when, when it cuts the and the building's destroyed there. and the people have broken windows and there's a guy on a row oh such a great cut and I think the bench is still there yeah <laughs> so like even Burns and Smithers weren't like we should probably yeah. like let, it's like no we're letting them we're seeing what happens yeah <laughs> Guy climbs down a rope out a broken window and falls, and falls off the rope halfway down. <laughs> what a bad day! Oh, so good. Uh, Favorite jokes? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'll go first. Mine is uh, the Mount Useful Visitor Center, John Muir. Uh, I just think that's the funniest thing with Marge just <laughs> standing there hypnotized and just needs to leave yep. as soon as possible. Uh, and it's never brought up again. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make, I'll, I'll say, I'll save my honorable mentions if they're not covered. Mm. Adam? Ranger McFadden. <laughs> He's right behind the drunk. <laughs> there, this, this episode's got a few honorable mentions, but the winner for me is Ranger McFadden. Yeah. 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 And then obviously mine's Smokey the Bear, but honorable mention, cause we've already talked about that is, uh, <laughs> did I hear something? <laughs> <laughs> or sorry did you hear something no did i i don't know <laughs> the way he says i don't know it's so fucking funny <laughs> lenny He's also so has, angry lenny also has a master's degree in nuclear yeah, physics. They both did do. i hear something <laughs> did i i love that I so d- much i, I do. don't know <laughs> we we hear often about how dumb Homer is, mm-hmm. but the occasional gags peppered throughout the series about how stupid Lenny yes. really is. Like the, yeah. Are and that's what fantastic. I think is great about their the Carl and Lenny dynamic that uh is hinted at but really solidifies here is that Carl hates Lenny, but they're best friends. <laughs> and Lenny is kind of oblivious to the fact that Carl hates him. And then, like later on, we you know we have like the you know Lenny don't t- please don't tell anyone about how I live, like stuff like that like starts to crop up a bit more, and you're like, wow, Lenny's kind of a kind of a dirtbag, <laughs> kind of a dummy dirtbag. Yeah, a little bit. He kind of lives in a home that looks like Mo's home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my my last honorable mention. Uh, we spoke about it just uh, briefly, but uh, snowmen have peepers. <laughs> peepers, peepers to watch. watch. <laughs> what do we do? Oh. 
Wouldn't you like to know? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it's great. Very funny. Yeah. This is a this is an excellent episode. Agreed. I would like obviously I would highly recommend this episode. Mm-hmm. This isn't a recommendation show, <laughs> um, but yeah, this, Guess, this is, if you if you've been waffling on this TV show The Simpsons, but you've been listening to this podcast, give what? it a shot. What are you? Give doing? it a shot, guys. <laughs> Watch some episodes. They're fun. They're fine. Fun. They're fun and funny. <laughs> Anyway. Fine show for good people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess that's it. That about does it. Thanks, Adam, for joining us again. Thanks for having me. Always great to be here. When's your next uh, trivia night? Keeping in mind this comes November sixteenth. November sixteenth. Okay. Well, keeping in mind this doesn't come out until after that. When's your trivia after that? <laughs> TBD. Uh, TBD. We think December fourteenth. Got to uh, finalize the booking of that. But okay. uh, Dick will it be Christmas Puff. themed. Ish. It's hard. It's hard with the Simpsons <laughs> to do Christmas theme. We're we're not gonna stick to say Christmas only episodes, but oh, of course uh, <laughs> well, they're mostly like a category bad. though. Yeah. We like to do categories. We could do we categories can, we can. On, we'll, on snow. We'll, <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll probably have some fun with it. But Snowman. Uh, yeah. Any listeners who are <clears throat> living in Calgary or just happen to be around town at that time, Dickens Pub, one thousand ninth Ave Southwest, Calgary, Alberta. Come out for Simpsons trivia and Planet delicious Earth. beer. Hashtag time for chili. And where can they find you on Instagram or Facebook? Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we have a uh, group. The thing in the URL bar is just woohoo YYC. It's woohoo classic Simpsons trivia Calgary. Okay. And do you have a Twitter? Uh, we do. We haven't tweeted in a while. Should probably right. do more of that. <laughs> All right. It, it is at woohoo YYC. You get Instagram. Instagram's the, the, the hot one now. Yeah. Can I make Shia do it? Yes, I'm sure. Absolutely, you can. <laughs> That's sure why you hired him, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you can do all your work. I'm sure, he would love that. <laughs> all no, all your like dirty work. No, he sometimes does some of it, and sometimes he refuses to do your dirty work. Steely Dan. I don't know Steely Dan. That's a great song. Though. Okay, dirty work. Yeah, it is. I it's refuse to do your dirty work. I, n- I never thought oh, it was. Yeah, I didn't know it was. I refuse. I, I think did, it is. I don't know. If that's what he <laughs> you're, said. You're questioning me or making me question myself. I always thought it but was. I think like, it is. I always thought. I always thought the line was like, "Sure, I'll do your dirty work." Oh no, it's definitely. I don't oh want yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> if anybody listening to this knows what it actually is, please write in. I mean, I can look it up right now. Where can they find us? I, oh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod, and you can find us or email us rather at uh, the Hammock District on Third at Gmail Numerical three, and uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Two bucks a month, you get all the bonus shit. Including Jeopardy, which we, which Adam was on. That's right. <laughs> I sure hear was. him dominate. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's going to be some other bonus ones coming soon, including maybe some <laughs> deleted scenes from podcasts. Definitely when we get some a little too scenes. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the deleted scenes are going up. On uh, they they are already up. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, in relation so, to when we recorded sure. this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we will also. I'm hoping that we do a episode on Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. Cinepal's return. Yeah. Cinepal's yeah. return on Doctor Sleep. So that'll be some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I like I I like two I like one of those two things. Doctor? Sleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Ife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who needs them? Who needs doctors anymore? Anyway, uh <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody, and keep watching the ski.